This is Sports Grid. Get on the grid. I got great news, guys. It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news. Hey, sports fans, I'm Dan Stewart with your Sports Grid News and Betting Update. Time to get on the grid, everybody. Game 7, the two best words in the world of sports. We got Game 7 of the World Series tonight at 8.08 Eastern, and we're just a few hours away. The road team so far, incredibly 6-0 and now after Washington's win last night. Tonight's line, Astros laying minus 140. Washington, small pooch, plus 120 total, 7.5. It's Zach Greinke going for the Astros while the Nats counter with Max Scherzer. Run line, Houston minus 1.5, plus 160. Washington, plus 1.5. Minus 180. First five innings. Houston laying 20 cents. Total is four. Hey, Baker's just being Baker. Cleveland quarterback Baker Mayfield walked out of his presser today for what he called to the report of the dumbest question ever. With the Browns sitting at a dismal two and five, Mayfield blew up today, letting his frustrations boil over. The reporter asked about Cleveland's first drive in their loss to the New England Patriots, and Baker responded, no, we didn't score points. That's the dumbest question you can ask. He then took to Twitter to defend his position in frustration. After tossing 27 touchdowns and 14 picks as a rookie, so far this year it's been brutal. Six touchdown passes and 12 interceptions. The Browns are three-point road favorites in Denver on Sunday. A.J. Green wants to stay put. The star receiver reiterated his desire to stay with the Cincinnati Bengals long-term today. Green also noted he would prefer not to be slapped with the franchise tag this offseason. If a new agreement is not going to be reached by 2019, the star veteran wideout has yet to suit up this year, but is aiming for a Week 10 return versus the rival Baltimore Ravens. After ending his holdout with the Washington Redskins, uh, uh, the team planned to shop tackle Trent Williams in the offseason. This from the NFL Network, and uh, Williams still not practicing with the Skins. He's under contract for one more season beyond this year and set to earn 12.5 mil in 2020. And this, too, Washington interim coach Bill Callahan telling today Williams failed his physical due to helmet discomfort. It should be a, could have been a lot worse for the Atlanta Hawks. Fans breathing a sigh of relief today after spraining his right ankle Tuesday night versus the Miami Heat. Second-year guard Trey Young will not require an MRI and will simply be listed as day-to-day. This coming from Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports. In fact, if the playoff reports indicate uh, that if he had to play, the team said he would be able to play as early as Thursday night, so only a couple-day injury. L.A. Clippers star Kawhi Leonard out tonight versus the Utah Jazz in his first instance of load management this year, according to Coach Doc Rivers. The 28-year-old Leonard uh, appeared in all Clippers games so far, the first four, averaging career highs, 27 points and 7.5 assists. The Clips play their first of 13 backs-to-back this season against Utah. Former NBA standout Amari Stoudemire has signed on with the Fujian Sturgeons of the Chinese Basketball Association. The 36-year-old retired from the NBA in September 2017. He's appeared on the Big Three circuit as well as the Israeli team in 2018. In 14 seasons, he averaged oh, close to 19 points and 7-8 point boards per game and was Rookie of the Year back in 2002-2003. NBA matchups and lines, let's go. 7 o'clock, Chicago, minus 1.5 at Cleveland, 217.5. New York at Orlando, the Magic laying 9.5, 210 is your total. Minnesota at Philly, Sixers minus 7.5, 222.5, action. Bucks laying 3.5 at Boston, 223.5. Indiana at Brooklyn, the Nets minus 3, 219. Detroit at Toronto, the Raptors minus 9, 213.5 at 8 p.m. We got Portland, uh, 1.5 point road favorites at OKC, 220 is your total. Houston, they're laying 8 at Washington, 233. 10 o'clock action, Charlotte and Sacramento, 
Kings minus seven and a half. 223 is your over-under. And the Clippers at Utah, Jazz minus six, opened up at three, but no Kawhi. So now Utah favored by six, 217 your total. We got Phoenix at Golden State Warriors minus five, 229. Sad news from the NHL Hall of Famer and longtime executive Jim Gregory has passed away at the age of 83 today. NHL matchup seven, Tampa minus 125 at Jersey, six and a half. Edmonton at Columbus, Jackets laying 55 cents, six. Eight o'clock, Minnesota at St. Louis, Blues minus 185, five and a half. Florida and Colorado at 10, Avalanche minus a buck 40, six and a half. Montreal and Arizona, Coyotes, oh, minus 135 and a half. And 1035 action, Vancouver now a minus 120 favorite at the LA Kings. MLS Eastern Conference Final tonight. Toronto FC, Atlanta FC, Atlanta minus 125. The draw plus 300. TFC to win in 90 minutes, also plus 300. Winner gets the Seattle Sounders after they upset LAFC 3-1 last night. And the PGA Tour gets underway in Shanghai, China around 8.50 p.m. Eastern tonight. Rory McIlroy is the tournament favorite at 7-1. He has 17 top 10s in his last 20 events. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Morenci hosts Red Heat and Rage. In hour one, we'll talk to our buddy Mark Lawrence of Playbook.com, breaking down the NFL, NCAA football, and the World Series. And hour two, Gamble will stop by. We'll talk a little fights and football. Stay tuned, everybody. Hour one of Red Heat and Rage on Sports Grid is coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game, Game time, time decisions. decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage has begun. We are Rage. Get on the grid. Zumo TV, channel 719. I'm Renzi. We're throwing it down uh, here at the Sports Grid Studios, FanDuel Sportsbook at uh, the Meadowlands. We have game seven of the World Series. Two cool words uh, in uh, in the sports uh, world. Game seven. It's nice and simple. Winner take all. Uh, we've got uh, NBA basketball, NHL hockey. Uh, there's a college football game on the board uh, this evening. And uh, we've got a big UFC uh, card on Saturday. Really, really cool fight with uh, Masvidal and Nate Diaz. And i got to be honest with you, this fight sort of snuck up on me. And I had no clue, actually, that the fight was actually at Madison Square Garden, <laughs> which is like yep. across the street from us. And... I even saw Nate Diaz two days ago, Ken. And, you know, I know Nate Diaz, too. Like, uh, I know a lot of fighters, but I kind of, I know Nate. Like, I've hosted, uh, I've done live events with him and stuff. And, uh, you know, like, I've done shows with him in Vegas, in Toronto, in Montreal. Michelle Serpico dated uh, Nick Diaz. <laughs> so, Oh, boy, really? Uh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. Michelle once wow. told me she goes, "Oh, I went out with a guy that was in the UFC for for like like half a year or so, six months." I'm like, "Really? Who?" The last person in the world I expected her to say was uh, was Nick Diaz. Oh wow, that's but wild. She's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, dude." She used to show me like she go, "Look, yeah, Nick's all wasted. Look, he sent me this this like face of a like video message." Yeah, I miss you. You're so hot. Like yeah. I told her, I, said, I don't want to see this side of him. I know him as no. a fighter, Cam. She's showing yeah, me as like lover. a boyfriend. I'm like, I don't want to see this. I told I her, I was her. like, no, no, I don't want to see him talking to you like this. Like, takes away the image for me, you know. <laughs> and uh, did you see? So, anyways, Yang Cam up. Yep. I'm like, oh man, Nate Diaz is there. I'm thinking he's in town to promote the fight. I'm thinking, oh yeah, because I saw on Twitter, oh Nate Diaz on Ariel Hawani's show. 
And I'm like, yeah, yeah, he must be in New York to promote the fight. And he's staying in our studio, in our hotel. And our boy Yang actually's got the picture yes. with us. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yang shows me the picture. I'm like, nice shot. I got to hand it to Yang, Gabe. Like, when uh, Kyler Murray and the Heisman hopefuls work for Yang gets uh, a lot of big dogs in his photo there. Nice picture, too, Yang. Yeah, he sent it to me last night. That's pretty cool. Wow, I can't believe Serpico dated uh, Adia's brother. That's pretty crazy. That's uh, You're right. I, out of all the fighters, that guy would have been like dead last on my list. But that's really cool, man. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you're going to go to the well, fight. you figured but... Michelle. Yep. Uh, you you would have figured Michelle, yeah, like, if she would have told me, yeah, yeah, I'm banging Sage Northcutt, I would have <laughs> believed it. Like, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, or something like that, you know what I mean? You know, that's some dude that, you know, is all ripped and everything, like, Adia's brother, yeah. really, huh? Like, yeah. Makes me like her more. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, wow, I got a chance. <laughs> All right, game time decisions has begun. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. All right, shout out to our Uber driver who uh, got us here on time. Uh, job well done. He might be tuning in uh, right now. He actually uh, logged on to uh, to the Sports Grid app as I was getting out. I don't know if he's still hanging, and I didn't even tell him. I nearly just got killed on the way here. Really upset a dude, except to be honest, I sort of, I was ready to go after. Like, he was, you know, I didn't like his attitude about it. So I was like, all right, it looks like things are going to get ugly fast, and I don't know. Normally, I'd be like, oh, you know what? The guy's pretty big and stuff, but whatever. I don't really care. So, <laughs> honestly, I just got into a stranger's car cam. <laughs> I, I came out of a building. I thought it was my Uber. Listen, man, oh, okay. my Uber's license plate started with G. It was G5. And my Uber, the, it was a picture of a black guy and a license plate G5. I walk outside my condo. There's one car sitting there. It's a black guy. I look at the back, and I see G. Yeah, exactly. I, you know what I mean? I didn't notice G5. It was G3. I get in the backseat of the car, and right away, the guy's like, who the F are you? It's like oh, right out of oh, a movie. He's like, who the F are you? And, and the best part is I move stuff in his back seat. Like stuff. And I think I'm like, I'm like, what kind of Uber driver has stuff in his back seat? So I open his door and I sort of like push the stuff aside. I sit down. He goes, what the F are you doing? And I sort of have the phone. I'm like, uh, Meadowlands? And he goes, I'm not your effing driver. He's like, get the F out of here. And then I'm like, why don't you chill out, man? I was like, dude, you're parked right outside. Why don't you chill out? It was the same license plate. He's like, you better get out of the effing car. I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I am, buddy. And uh, after when I got out, I started mouthing off to him, but he drove off, actually. He rolled out his window. I was like, dude. I showed him. I said, look, it said G. He looked at me, put his hand up and stuff. <laughs> so I started mouthing off, and he started. He drove off. <laughs> just to, just to, just to, to right, you know, 
I'm lucky I didn't get shot. If I'm where Mark exactly. Lawrence is in Florida right now, that dude stood <laughs> yeah. his ground. I'm not here. You're hosting it alone. Will and Cardano <laughs> wondering where I am. And I'm in, like, uh, I'm in, uh, you know, I'm in Jersey City General Hospital right now trying to get saved. If yeah. I'm lucky I, because I, I don't have insurance. I Mark Lawrence, say, too, how you doing? If you're gonna th- if you're gonna yeah. throw down with a guy, Gabe, you got to take off your blazer too. You need it for the for the shows you do at night too, right? Just roll up the <laughs> sleeves and get down to business. No, you're right. We were in Florida, Mark, and Gabe and I almost died at the national championship game. He got booted out. I'm like going through the people. Like it is a rough neighborhood. I don't think people understand that area, Gabe. How rough it was. I'm not scared very often. Pretty big guy, but I was very nervous, and no one would pick me up because it was such a rough neighborhood. But we made it back to the hotel barely. <laughs> Mark Lawrence, hey, Mark. Uh, how, you doing, how you doing, Mark? I'm doing great. Uh, I'm just glad that uh, you weren't going to be taking up residence with Jimmy Hoffa anytime soon, Gabe. It uh, sounds like if the conversation went less yeah, yeah. five more minutes, that might have been the case. <laughs> That's well, I got to tell you, like, uh, there's usually a daily, like, you'll see in the news, there's usually an incident, like, in some city in an Uber, right? <laughs> like, something happens, something goes wrong along the way and it's happened before unfortunately there was some poor girl i don't even know what happened to her i don't, I don't think she ever came back to be honest i hate to like you know, get but maybe yeah. she got into a car she thought it was her uber outside the bar type thing yeah and some exactly. dude like just played along yeah 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 i'm your yeah. uber yeah yeah it didn't end well uh, like yeah, you know exactly. there are dangerous things that happen i mean you're getting into a stranger's car essentially I let's agree. just be real I agree. it's amazing too like what people do to save money you're getting a stranger's car to save, like, six bucks instead of taking a taxi. I've always said this. Like, people's priorities are whacked. Like, people will pay their mechanic. Uh, like, uh, you know, people pay a mechanic big money to fix their car. Yet, when they get a babysitter, they pay, like, a kid five bucks an hour. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. like, the, most, so my the most important thing in your life, you're putting, well, let's, yeah, I'm going to pay this yeah. kid seven bucks an hour. But, oh, dear God, yeah, 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 my TV's broken. I better take it to the shop. Yeah, here's 600 bucks. Yeah, like people are a little bit whacked out. But um, Mark Lawrence, Game 7, I thought about you, Mark, and I brought you up, actually. And, you know, man, I always should do what I never listen to myself. But I talked about you. Remember in the playoff series, the, the NBA Finals years ago, when uh, the Cavs came back and it was 3-1, and basically, I remember you had, like, a bunch of guys. Like, you had a bunch of different numbers at, at plus money. And I know you like to do this in, in, in playoff series. You take a team at plus money, then you come back with the other team at plus money. And this World Series is a classic example of that, in which you could have gotten the Nationals at, like, plus 200 before it started. You could have gotten the Astros at plus 200 uh, after two games, plus 230. Last night, the Nationals were as high as plus 600. You buy that back, then you're coming in tonight. You can just do what you want on the game tonight, Mark. And I don't care what the scenario is. The next effing playoff series, I'm approaching it like this in the long haul as opposed to game by game, and I'm just buying plus money along the way, Mark. I thought about you during that NBA Finals. I was talking about it, and this World Series is a classic example where you could be sitting with some nice plus money tickets in your pocket on both teams. That's exactly what it's been. In fact, this has been the classic example of that, Gabe, this World Series with every road team winning the game. Uh, What you've got here is, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with hedging your money. Hedging a profit, we're all in this to make a profit. 
but doing it in the manner in which uh, the, this World Series is shaken out, it's become a hedge fund. It's just been unbelievable the positions that, that have, have uh, <laughs> awakened since you know, since they keep trading wins, and especially every one of those wins are by the dog. It, it's just unbelievable. Just uh, you know, betting the dog and in uh, hedging your position to the to the uh, to the win. I, I wish this World Series would never end. Personally, <laughs> me too. <laughs> Um, and <laughs> wicked. You know what's amazing? So the the home team has not won a game yet. And if you, I was thinking back to the other series, Cam. Remember in the Stanley Cup Finals, it was the same thing. Road team. Remember, it was yep. like, well, all right, exactly. St. Louis, they're going back home now. They'll be all right. No, no, they lost. No, they weren't. And right. they played horrible at home. And then they went to Boston and was like, God, oh, they're done. They got to go back to Boston. It's 2 2. No, no, they won <laughs> when they went to they Boston. They won the Stanley Cup in Boston. They didn't. Yep. Yeah, like they yeah. didn't win. I don't win. Remember NBA Finals? So, Mark, Stanley Cup Finals last year, okay? And this stuff always sort of happens in bunches. Stanley Cup Finals last year, I think the home team won like once or twice in the series. Like it just it didn't happen. You know, I literally, I think there was like one home team win in a damn. I think the Bruins might have won once at home. Toronto Raptors, Golden State Warriors. The Raptors won three of their four games in Oakland. They lost. They lost uh, one of the first two games, and they lost Game Five um, at home. Uh, I was there. They lost two games at home, <laughs> and they won three in a row out of the two, three, two. They won three in a row there. It's amazing, Mark. And now here we are again. So NHL, NBA, now Major League Baseball. Home court, home ice, home field really has meant nothing. But I've heard people say all the time, home field doesn't matter until it does, and you'd rather be playing game seven at home than on the road, Mark. It just is that way. Well, game seven could be an exception to the story, but uh, as you mentioned, you know, what's been happening in all sports, and you you cited the perfect example, hockey being right at the top of the list, uh, the home field advantage, especially if you're, if you're a handicapper and you're power rating home courts or home ice, home fields, it's diminished to the point where there is next to none. And, you know, you can take advantage of the odds maker who does still uh, impact the line with home field advantage for these teams. And uh, we did this on our podcast this morning. We tore all that down, uh, looking at the reasons why this home field advantage has disappeared. And, you know, a lot of it goes to the fan base. The fan base, you have you have people in, in corporate people wearing suits sitting on the baseline yep. at basketball games. Uh, they're not into the crowd. They're into their watching their phone and texting and tweeting, and uh, they may occasionally look up and see what the score of the game is. Uh, they're not nothing like that at all. As far as the football games go, and, and the home field advantage, a family can't afford to take the the wife and the kids to a football game anymore. It's costing the guy a thousand bucks to go to the game for the tickets and the parking and the passes. All that's taken away. So, bottom line here is the home field advantage is completely diminished in sports. All right, we'll see what Mark likes uh, tonight in Game Seven. Uh, we have a college football game in the belt. Time to take the belt off. Game time decisions. Ready, rage. Get on the grid. 
Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, complete with the pros on FanDuel and DraftKings with the DailyRoto.com optimizer, the most accurate projections in NBA DFS. Plus, you get lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and a whole lot more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with the promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com slash DUNK to, to learn more. That's DailyRoto.com slash DUNK to get a special 10% off discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. All right, thank you very much, uh, Cam. All right, uh... Check your inbox, uh, Cam. I sent you. Oh, yeah. uh, I sent you the database. I'm checking my email here. I see. I can tell. I get a little red flash when pops up when I have new emails, <laughs> and I see Sean G uh, sending me uh, an email uh, talking about. He says Kate Upton's playing the feminist card. Let's see. I love talking about sports and reading all the dumb uh, misogynist comments. It reminds me of women need to keep fighting for equality. It's 2019, but feels like the 1950s. Well, she raises a good point, and Sean acts sexist, uh, sexist by saying she's playing the feminist card. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she actually kind of proved his point. Uh, didn't, didn't he? Sean's a weird dude. He's got some weird takes, this guy. Corey had bad takes. Sean's got weird takes. Yeah. I'm going to start talking. That's what I'm going to start calling him. Weird take, Sean. Except he gets mad for, like, real. <laughs> so, he looks like, like he, he's got a temper on him. I can see he's like a volcano ready to explode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time. But, like... I get mad on the air, but I just sort of after it's like, ah, right, what that? No, no, that was, that was just on the air. I'm, I'm all right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he gets mad for real and starts, like, smashing things and stuff after. So, uh, I don't know if he's going to like that. Weird take, Sean. All right. Uh, Mark Lawrence is, uh, Mark Lawrence is uh, with us. Good take. Good uh, so, take before Mark. we get into the football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot take, Mark. Uh, what do you think about this baseball game uh, tonight, Mark? We got uh, Scherzer. And Zach Granke. And I tell you, all the talk about who is Zach Granke, and I see people on Twitter right now, the Barstool guys, are talking about how Zach Granke's mentally weak and all that type stuff. I don't know, he might be mentally weak, but he's still like 11-1 and with the Houston Astros and has been one of their best pitchers in the playoffs. Cole's a stud. Verlander hasn't given him anything for three straight starts. And if you notice, Zach Granke's always got to be the one to save them and clean up the mess uh, after the fact. He's pitched in some big games already. I see no reason to doubt Zach Greinke tonight, and I do have a little bit of doubt about Max Scherzer. I like the Astros personally. Mark, who you got tonight? Well, if you like history, Gabe, uh, you you'll like the Washington Nationals in this game simply from the standpoint that they know how to beat Houston in Houston. When the series began, Washington had beat this team 10 of the last 11 times they played, and they'd won eight of the last nine games in Houston, and that didn't change. So they've now won 11 of the last 12 games they played in Houston, have the Nationals. Hence, they're feeling awfully confident about tonight's game. You talk about Grinky. Grinky's had really good success in his career, if you will, head-to-head in his team starts 
against the Nationals. He's now 8-2 and two in the 10 career team starts that he's made. That being said, uh, Greinke is not in any kind of good current form. Scherzer is, but I'm concerned about Scherzer's arm. I think we're going to see a lot of Patrick Corbin. I even think we're going to see a lot of Garrett Cole here tonight as well, because yep. I don't think these yep. pitchers are going to go real deep into the game, and there is no tomorrow for either baseball team. I think uh, when you get into a Game 7 World Series baseball, I almost always want to look to the under, uh, because I think the pressure squarely on the hitters in the, in the baseball games like this, and especially coming off some high-scoring affairs that we've seen here of late in the series. I'm going to lean to the under, but I think this game can be won by whoever pitches best out of the bullpen. Good point, Mark. And Gabe, Let me uh, I was gonna, bust out. I was going to say, Gabe, I was gonna you're not going to see guys like from the, uh, Fernando Rodney and stuff tonight, right? Only the best relievers are coming in. That's another way to look at the under, right? There's no mop-up duty. It's all or nothing, so quick hooks lead to more unders. That's just kind of – I agree with Mark there. I think I'm going to play the under as well. Sorry. Yeah, everybody's going to be available well, with the exception of uh, – I guess essentially uh, Verlander and Strasburg. Essentially, I think I think Mark's yep. right about that. But uh, Mark, um, they've been playing the World Series. This is the 115th World Series. No team in the history of uh, baseball has ever won four games on the road. <laughs> I'm going to hang my hat on that. They've been playing baseball for 115 years. That's never happened before. Um, I'll tell you what, though, and here's a couple of other interesting um, trends here, Mark. And Cam, the home uh, the home team has now lost nine consecutive World Series games. If you go back, if you go back to uh, to last year's World Series when the Dodgers lost, um, the home home field, the Dodgers couldn't win at home against the Red Sox uh, last year. Home teams are only nineteen and twenty all time in World Series game sevens. So they actually have a losing record. But if you want to dig a little bit deeper. Home teams have won nine of the last 12 World Series Game 7s. And, of course, there's never been a World Series in which the road team has won all four games. I'm trying to find out how many times it's actually happened, uh, but it hasn't happened. Like, it, we've never been this far before, so we're in uncharted territory. It's, it's, never, it's never even gotten this far that... I mean, there was never a uh, World Series, or it only happened once. Did it happen in five games? So now it would happen in six. We're on to seven. So Mark's looking at the under of the game. Cam, you're looking at the under and the uh, the Nationals tonight, or the Astros? Yeah, yeah, you know me, Gabe. I'm I'm going I'm going with the dog tonight. Uh, uh, I, I and I agree with you on Zach Greinke. I think a lot of people are overreacting. He's actually been good uh, recently, and he pitched great for them. It's actually disappointing. You know, Verlander didn't pitch his best or we wouldn't even be in this situation if you're Houston and Cole's never been hit that that time that he got rocked. So it's kind of a, a different scenario. I trust Scherzer, big game pitcher. He's a real warrior, a tough guy. Uh, I'm getting 20 cents. I think the line tells you something that it's very, very low for a team like the Astros only at 40 cents. You know, thought it would probably be around 60, 65, but they got burned last night. Uh, posting a minus 180, which was insane in my opinion. But, yeah, I like the Nationals tonight, Gabe. I think they can get it done and uh, have a road team win all four uh, four times to win the World Series. Yeah, I'm down with the Nationals tonight. I think they get it done. Um, I jumped the gun earlier. I was so excited about this App State game. I thought it was tonight. I'm like, yeah, you know, know what I mean? Thursday. In fact, I, probably, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't even come in today. I wouldn't even come here. I would have just, you know, I'm kind of beaten down. 
You know, it's that time of the year right now. My biorhythm's not at its peak yeah. form. I would have said, screw it. I'm not coming in. But we have that big Sun Belt game. <laughs> so now I'm like, son of a. It's funny. I'm not even kidding. It's game seven of the World Series. I'm like, damn. I was going to bet that game tonight. <laughs> that, that Sun Belt game. Uh, but um, what's not a laughing matter is uh, the Cleveland Browns uh, right now, Mark. Nope. And I don't know if you saw this here. Uh, Baker Mayfield stormed out of the uh, the press conference today. Confrontation. Starting to feel the heat a little bit. So, of course, Odell Beckham earlier in the week uh, said that they, they played scared. The play calling scared. He pulled a Joe Flacco. He basically said that we were scared and the, the coaching staff was scared against the Patriots. Freddie Kitchens basically said, hey, we threw you the ball seven times. You only caught five of them. So Kitchens comes back by, and Odell dropped one ball. The other one wasn't his fault. Good job, Freddie. You just pissed, like, you just lost him. <laughs> like, he's that fragile. So now he's never going to have your back. You, 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 you lose him. Baker Mayfield was asked about uh, the lack of urgency with the offense in, in the loss to the Patriots. Mayfield called it the dumbest question uh, you could ask uh, before eventually walking out. Then he goes on Twitter, everybody wants to hear the truth until they get it. I am who I am and have always been. Don't call it emotional when it's convenient and then passion when it fits. I care about winning, so yes, I'm frustrated. If I was uh, to act like it's okay, then you would all say I'm complacent. Uh, my sense of urgency is at an all-time high. If I offend anybody along the way, too bad. Well, sounds like the, uh, the pressure is starting to uh, catch up to bandana boy, Mark. Well, the bandana boy and the rest of the locker room, and I think it emanates from the top. It's you know, it's a Freddie Kitchens thing, and uh, you know, I would uh, I'd like to see if they post odds in Vegas as to whether or not Freddie Kitchens will be the Cleveland Browns head coach in the 2020 football season. I would bet no. I mean, uh, he is he's really costing the football team. They have one foot in the grave before they start every game with Freddie Kitchens on the sideline. It all starts from him, and his play calling is absolutely ridiculous. He's mismatched in every game against every coach that the Browns have played this season, and that frustration wears off to the players as well. So uh, then you couple that with, you know, is there a reason the Cleveland Browns lead the league in penalties? Yes, it's the coaching. Uh, is there a reason the Cleveland Browns are like third from last in turnovers? Yes, it's the coaching. So, you know, they're not on the playbook, on the Freddie Kitchens playbook, and they never are going to be as long as he's the head coach there. I don't put it all on Baker Mayfield. I mean, he doesn't have an offensive line that to protect him in any way, shape, or form. And he doesn't have any play calling that he can really back his game up with here as well. I, I've been, I mentioned last week about how they need to get the ball in Chubb's hands, Nick Chubb's hands. Uh, they tried to last week, and he fumbled the first two times. But uh, the bottom line here is they're not utilizing their running backs, and they need to do that starting this week because, as we know, Kareem Hunt is coming back to the Cleveland Browns, and they're going to have to establish a 1-2 running attack. Mark Lawrence, playbook.com uh, with us. Thursday Night Football tomorrow. Uh, we've got uh, San Francisco and Arizona. Are you buying in that San Francisco is the real deal, Mark? You know, when I look at the numbers, Gabe, yes, I am from the numbers, and I'm saying that statistically because this football team is not only dominant defensively and uh, dominant defensively to the point where I don't think people realize this, how well they played defensively. They've held now, 
you go back on this football team, the last four opponents to season low yards, the last five opponents, five in a row, season low yards for the San Francisco defense, and that couples with this powerful running game they've got. They pound the ball down the team's throat. They lead the league in rush attempts, and that's the key in handicapping the NFL. If you can outrush your opponent with attempts, you're going to win football games, and that's why San Francisco is undefeated at this point. All right, we'll hit a couple more games with Mark Lawrence on the other side. Game time decisions, red heat and rage. We're throwing it down here at the Sports Grid Studios, FanDuel Sportsbook. Get on the grid. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. Thank you very much, Yang. Game time decisions continues. Get on the grid. Sports grid. Check it out, sportsgrid.com. Uh, Mark Lawrence, playbook.com uh, uh, with us. And if you want to win, you, you better check out playbook.com. Uh, so as we were going into the break, I was talking about the Thursday uh, nighter, Thursday night football, uh, the San Francisco 49ers, now 10.5-point favorites, man. 10.5-point favorites uh, in this game. Uh, San Francisco, not used to being in this spot, Mark, when they're laying uh, more than six, seven points on the road. I know they haven't fared well. I think they're like 0-6 against the spread the last uh, six times. They've been uh, favored by a touchdown or more on the road. What's what's amazing is Arizona, Arizona have what? They've won eight straight times against San Francisco. I, you know, is Arizona's back home. They've been pretty, a pretty scrappy team here, Mark. It's an interesting football game. I think you can make a case for both teams here, actually. Oh, you can. I think the number always makes the play, and this number is a little bit ludicrous, if you will, especially when you look at the history. As you mentioned, eight straight wins by Arizona in the series, and they're a double-digit home underdog. It doesn't fit. It's like a puzzle with a piece that doesn't fit. And there's a big reaction here to San Francisco for all these big numbers. Now, I'm not going to get to the game because of the price, and I don't want to step in front of Frisco for the reasons I mentioned before. But you put a gun to my head, 10.5 points to a division home dog that's dominated their opponent would have to be the side in the football game. Cam? Game of the night, uh, game of the week, Mark. Uh, Baltimore, New England. You talked about it, Mark. When you talked about Nick Chubb, he was running through New England like Swiss cheese in there. Like they were, he was pounding them and then he just fumbled. Exactly. New England, Gabe and I talk about it, Mark, week after week. New England can be outplayed. They make a big play every game. Turnovers, they've been doing it every single week. But this is a tough spot for New England going into Baltimore as a road favorite in this spot. Maybe one of these times, you know, they're, they're, I'm not going to say they're a damn good team, but they're also very, very fortunate a lot of the time. But, Maybe Baltimore this week, Mark, should be a great game and kind of leaning Ravens right now. I'm with you, Cam, and the same thing. Uh, my one concern is the fact that uh, the Sharps took the points right away out of the gate, and it's been driven down to three and a half. Now, whether they come back for more Sunday night remains to be seen. I kind of think the public will jump in with some New England here because they're a very popular team. They're undefeated, and that looks like a cheap price, but... 
Baltimore's strength is New England's weakness. It's it's going into New England's Achilles heel, and that's their rush defense. Uh, we saw it a little bit against Cleveland last week, and Baltimore leads the league in rushing. Uh, it's very, very difficult for me to pass a rushing dog that owns those kind of numbers as they do in this football game. Uh, we outlined in our midweek alert newsletter all the great numbers that support Baltimore in this game. I'm with you, Cam. I'm on the Ravens. I wouldn't be surprised if they hand New England their first loss of the season. Harbaugh's been uh, money in primetime situations, as has the New England Patriots. We should note, uh, Mark, uh, Cam generally uh, likes the opponent of the Patriots on a weekly basis. It's not a good move. It's not working out, though. No, it's not not working out for him. Every week, week I'm against these guys. I like how you go through... You go through these, like, uh, you're like Ben Affleck, uh, these, like, on and off the wagon drinking. (laughs) Cam's on and off the wagon, Mark. I remember years ago, and I was there with him, I used to bet against the Patriots. Like, I would really, like, make an argument all the time. You know what? I think, you know, no, they're not going to cover here. They're not going to cover there. I bet bet against the Patriots in every damn Super Bowl they've been in. And I'm still up. (laughs) I'm still up, all right? Uh, But uh, even even with last year. But then I remember, like, I don't know, Cam, maybe about, like, five years ago or something like that, you were like, no, nah, I don't bet against the Patriots anymore. You either took them or you stayed away from it. Now it seems you're back on that they're not as good as the point spread. They're going to lose. It's true, though. You went all in on the Rams, and it's continued into this year. It's like it's this out is of a anger. Super Bowl That's carryover where you're determined to get your effing money back in one of these games. It's not working either. I can, I can see it now, like, building up to the Super Bowl, and you're going to be like, no way the Packers don't win this game in the Super Bowl. You and fast-talking Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, though, Gabe, and Mark, to Mark's point, Gabe, you watched every snap this year. Buffalo outplayed them. It was a special teams play. The Giants were doing really good things in that game. Turnovers. Cleveland uh, had three turnovers off the top of the game. They were in that game. New England, it's just they're opportunistic. I don't know. Kind of like, you know, old blessings. Hey, will water find its level? Like every single week, the ball bounces their way. I'm not saying they're not a good, uh, you know, a great team, but. They're just like they're very, very fortunate a lot of the time, and I think maybe it catches up with them this week. But you're right; I gotta. The Patriots are killing me this year. That that's very true. I'm with you. I always listen. They're good. They've played a JUCO schedule so yes. far. Now they'll play some real teams, uh, but I don't think they're a lock to win the Super Bowl. I'll I'll, I'll agree with that. I don't think they're a lock uh, to win the Super Bowl. Uh, Mark, I want to take the New York Giants on Monday Night Football, but. Man, all the numbers are just, they reek. (laughs) Like, it reeks from the Giants' perspective. They've been a bad home team. They're a bad home team under Eli Manning over the last couple of years. And uh, what, Danny Danny Dimes is just, I think he's one and two now. What, they beat the Redskins. They lost to the Vikings. They lost to uh, the Cardinals, I believe, off the top of my head, with him at home. So... Giant, the, the, the MetLife and Giant Stadium really hasn't been a uh, – it hasn't been – we talked about it. You, you, your power rankings, Mark, I would, I would imagine MetLife for the Jets and Giants is at the, near the bottom as far as home field advantage is concerned, right? It is. You know, what used to be a good home field for the Giants, much like the Washington Redskins, is completely diminished, and it comes with losing. You know, you just don't get a lot of fan support when you go to a football game and you know they're going to end up losing the game. They've lost five in a row, both straight up and to the money in the series here. And I think what makes Dallas fit in this game is – 
uh, number one, they're coming into this contest here off a of bye week. And we called this out in the newsletter about how well teams do in by, coming off of bye weeks when they come off of a game in which they scored 36 or more points their previous game. They're 18 and 6 against the spread when they're on the road in this role. You're going to have to have the Giants play with their best game of the season, I think, to be competitive in this football game. And I don't think Dallas needs to do that to get the money here. I'm going to only lean to the Dallas Cowboys in the contest. Mark Lawrence uh, with us. What you got, Cam? Yeah, I want to know, uh, Mark, um, Seahawks, Tampa Bay, what an interesting game. And Gabe's right. I am, like, even though I'm a Seahawks fan, I'm very, like, sometimes pessimistic. And I just think it might be a tough spot for them against Tampa Bay this week, too. I think they might win the game, but, you know, six, six and a half points seems like a lot. What do you think of this matchup, Mark? Uh, uh, sometimes these teams, like, I remember when Washington was a dog, they went in there and won a couple years ago. Like, what is up with the Seahawks? They're a better road team than home team now, right? And they get inflated points at home. Yeah, that's what we said, Kim. The home fields are diminishing rapidly, especially in the National Football League. Seattle was always gold at home, and now they're big-time money burners at home. And this is a Tampa Bay football team that uh, is going to take the field, I think, pissed to the max after what happened to them last week. Uh, Bruce Arians is a great head coach, and he's made Jameis Winston a good live dog in the National Football League, saving his career in, of sorts here of late. They completely... Uh, the Tampa Bay last week outplayed in the game statistically Tennessee. They beat them by 143 yards in the football game and had the game stripped away by the referees. Also an oddity, the game before that, when they played Carolina over in London, Tampa lost that football game and outgained Carolina by almost 140 yards in the game. They're playing really good football on the field. Seven turnovers did them in in London, and four did them in against Tennessee. If they can play a clean football game, I think they can beat Seattle in this contest. Mark Lawrence uh, with us. All right, Mark, before we get you out of here, a quick uh, college uh, take. Uh, App State having a great year. They're 15-point favorites over Georgia Southern uh, tomorrow night. The Baylor Bears, if you remember, guys, I told you guys I liked uh, Baylor's yep. win total over the number this year. I liked this team. Their schedule was kind of soft. You know what I mean? They played like, you know, their road games are kind of easy. They're a bunch of early home games to build this up. Now they get West Virginia. They're laying 18 and a half. But the game I want to bring up to you here, Mark, am I missing something? Like, the first thing I just did, like Shane Buchel didn't wasn't in a car accident, right? Like... Why SMU were getting six points in this game, Mark? FanDuel has Memphis minus six. Um, Memphis and SMU, and I'm reading in your playbook, so this is the ABC Saturday night game of the week this week? Yeah, they moved it to primetime football. That's really good for SMU. It'll probably motivate Memphis in the game as well. Uh, but you've got an SMU football team at this stage of the season. When you're talking about undefeated teams, I'm almost always looking to play against them when they're favored, and especially if they're on the road. But when they're underdogs, I'm looking to make a case to play on them, sort of a Rodney Dangerfield lack of respect type of a situation. And I think SMU dresses up in that role this week here. Uh, Sonny Dykes has done a great job with this football program since he's taken it over here. I'm going to play the points with SMU in the contest here. I think they can take Memphis out straight up on the football field. Yeah, wow. Getting six points. Weird lines. We, that, that line's baffling. Yeah. It's uh, crazy. Uh, I, I'm with you. Mustangs, baby. Let's do it. It's too many points. Got to love uh, Ronnie Dangerfield, huh? 
Yeah. No respect. Ronnie Dangerfield no respect. once said, I joined I joined Gamblers uh, Anonymous. They gave me two to one. I wouldn't make it. I joined AA. There was a two-drink minimum. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I like this. I like this. Ronnie Dangerfield. Me and my dad used to play tag. He'd drive a car. <laughs> <laughs> My dad told me to stop running in circles. I couldn't, so he nailed down my other foot. <laughs> yeah, he was the best. Classic uh, one-liner. Absolutely oh the best. Who's this one? I saw, I saw him in uh, Vegas. My, my, game. The, a night he had a heart attack on stage. It was really rough to watch the performance. Wow. But, Are you serious? Yeah, he had a heart really, attack really, the night you were there? On stage? Yeah, they, he, oh had, he had to cut God. the performance short, and they had to kind of like a system <laughs> off the stage, and it ended up being a heart oh. attack. So I could tell Rodney was uh, not in the best of shape. Wow. Do I like remember Rodney? Take, here's one. My wife's so dumb, she's got a nail in the spare. Um, my daughter's been picked up so many times, she's starting to grow handles. <laughs> <laughs> I walked in on my wife and the milkman. The first thing she says is, don't tell the butcher. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love it. I love those. I tell you, I get lives. no respect. No respect. Last week, my wife told me she was going to cut down uh, to twice a month, but I thought about it. I figured it wasn't too bad. I know a couple of guys that so she cut out completely. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, here's Rodney Dangerfield. Do you remember the first time you had sex? I do. And boy, was I scared. I was all alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Man, he's right, got go, we can go on and on. Yeah, yeah, Rodney. I can't believe you saw Rodney Dangerfield, Mark, and the night you see him, he has a heart attack. Yep, in Las Vegas. It was uh, it was really kind of wild. It was nice to see him and drink in hand, and the jokes were rolling, but uh, the performance got cut short. Fortunately, he made it through that, lived a few more years, but uh, he wasn't in the best of health for sure. Oh. All right, so right now I've, we've got on Fox uh, local news here, and they're like, hashtag OK Boomer. And I'm thinking there's no way in hell local Fox New York News is talking about the Oklahoma Sooners. <laughs> so I don't know what this OK Boomer uh, stuff is, but I know that Playbook is a, a must-read if you want to win, playbook.com. Uh, uh, it's available on your mobile device as well. Mark Lawrence, always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us, Mark. Enjoy Game 7 tonight. And I will do just that, Gabe. Uh, and Cam, you guys be good. I'll catch you next week. Thank you. Got it, Mark. Look forward to it. next week. Call it basketball. Be back. Oh, yeah. Tuesday night, big stuff at the Garden. It'll call it the world's most famous arena for nothing. Got uh, UFC 244 there this Saturday. Blue Gambler will join us. Uh, you got Kentucky, Duke, Kansas, uh, Michigan State. All the heavyweights going to be there next Tuesday. MSG called basketball is back. We're back after Cam uh, gets us caught up to date at 6. We'll be back in a minute. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com where millionaires are made.
United game live tonight at 8 o'clock. World Series game 7. We'll be breaking it down. This is Gramps' sex music. Strip club music. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, 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 we're going to see Gramps. Hey, baby. I'm Gramps. I like... This is a... Like I don't... I don't, I don't this is that kind of music that when you mess up your bets and you got to go home to your wife, meet me at the crossroads so you won't be lonely. Yeah, listen, yeah. I don't mind if you get, uh, like, uh, Urban on the show here, but, yeah. like, yeah, like Cam said, <laughs> like, where uh, okay, Yang keeps us hip, right? You should hear him at nighttime yeah, he when he takes, really takes over, man. He starts spinning oh, real good stuff, like last night. I like the flow of the show. But, yeah, don't be busting out your Barry White, I'm um, sorry, girl, uh, type of music on us here, Yang. All right, all right. I thought you told me you like uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony, man. That was the crossroads. <laughs> yeah, no, no. We want to, we want to keep it... Uh, Keep a little, a uh, little, little, little bit more. Um, like even right away, I'm like, "What are we going to a strip club?" Even Cam's like, That's "What the hell it. is this?" Like Cam's like, "Yeah." You picture Yang like coming in wearing a robe yeah. and stuff. Cam, you know, I can hey, just picture babe. Cam like Yang in a robe. He's got like a bottle of cheap champagne that he's proud he got. Yeah. Hey, baby, the music's playing. He's pouring the champagne into a plastic cup yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, we're getting a. You know, now we're getting in a. Uh, we're getting a. A vision into what Yang's all about now, busting out the uh, right. <laughs> busting out the yeah, smooth tunes. Couple How about rose I saw a documentary. I saw a documentary the other night on Run DMC, Rockbox. How about that? A little uh, old school Run DMC. Hi. It was good stuff. It was about how um, and Yang would remember the era and stuff. Like, remember Yang? Like, there wasn't rock guitar in in rap music and stuff, right? Exactly. No, there wasn't. Like the like, they used to be really, like, you remember, Cam, it was like white people like rock, black people like hip-hop people and like rap, hip-hop, right? And it yeah. wasn't, yep. there wasn't a crossover. Run DMC were the first, remember Walk This Way was the first real Play big with hit. Aerosmith. Yep. But yep. I, I saw a documentary about it the other day, about how Run DMC, two out of the three of them hated it. And they were like, this is the stupidest idea ever. And they were convinced, and uh, the rest is history.